Ken Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to a special weekend edition of the podcast. Gar, how are you? I noticed a flaw in your intro. What is it? Because you say good morning, good evening, good night. It's currently afternoon. Oh, darn it. So, so it's it's none of those things right now, Ken. Gar, my whole world is shattered now. Yeah, you have to add like every possible permutation of the day to your intro. I don't even think I can continue. Yeah. No, wait. I'm going to push through this. You're done. Get out. Hold on a second. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and welcome to a wee end edition of the podcast. How's that sound? Typical you, though. Could have said good day. Brings in the Australian listeners, but you couldn't do that, could you? Australians are wonderful people. Sure. As I say, that's you've greeted me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything today. You're not doing anything today? Neither am I. I'm off work because I worked seven days in a row. I'm also off work because I'm not working. Yes. I'm just playing football tonight. That'll be fun. I'm playing tag rugby. Yeah. Look at us yeah. exercising. Sport. We're sporty people. Kara, how was your week? Um, Long pause. I don't know. <laughs> it was all right. Equally long pause. Wrestling. Wrestling happened. Wrestling happened. But we're not allowed to talk about SummerSlam because that's what the yeah. podcast today is about today. You're going to hear all about SummerSlam and Gareth's hot takes on podcast today. Dropping today. Though if you already read the Voices of Wrestling review, you've already gotten all of my hot takes. But still. So his takes are lukewarm at best. Multi-platform takes. Whoa. Yeah. Gareth, I wanted to mention something. Go on. We passed 5,000 listens We'd... on SoundCloud. We did. Which, fair enough, considering I produce a podcast a day, might not seem that impressive, but that's still, like, an average of 27 listens per episode. I'll take it. That's better than, like, two listens per episode. Considering we have, like, barely any promotion, because we did have promotion in the past, but we decided to stop promoting our stuff because it costs too much money and it yields results. Literally zero return on investment. You get, the, like, the Facebook breakdown. I love the fact Facebook basically charges you to reach the people that already like your, like your posts. Yeah. That is the biggest scammiest scam on the internet. Exactly. You want them to see it? Then you gotta pay up. You want okay. you want these people who already liked your posts, who you should already be able to engage with to actually see your content, pay up. But yeah, you actually get to see how many people click through your links, and sometimes it was nobody. I'm convinced that these profiles, these random people that like it when you promote it, are just like inactive profiles. Or there's a person in Facebook whose job it is to create like very very thin profiles just to like other people's posts from obscure <laughs> countries and locations. Yeah. So no, I'm not fond of that. Or the the one on Twitter. We we, we promoted a post, I think, once on Twitter. Yeah. And it sat there for about three, four weeks because it has to get a certain amount of clicks before it goes away. So it kept on popping up in our feed. I'm fairly sure it was more than that. It felt like months that was yeah. going on. Because Twitter guarantees you a certain number of link clicks. And if you don't get them, your promoted post just sits there until the end of time. That's the reason if you see a promoted post from like three months ago, that that's why it's there. There you go. None of that works. Don't don't spend money on promoting things on the internet. Just try and get retweets from people. That's the moral of the story. If you people retweeted our stuff, we wouldn't have to, you know, like pay. And even though paying doesn't work, <laughs> it really doesn't work. It really doesn't. But uh, if you just listened to it, when we wouldn't have to waste our money. Yeah. We wanted to buy popularity, Ken, not earn it. <laughs> Isn't that the best way of doing it? That's the only way to do it. I was listening to a podcast, uh, one of our favorite podcasts on the weekend show, Gar, Reply All. Yes. And they kind of did a bit of a deep dive into, like, is there a way to guarantee, like, viral success? And the conclusion was, no, these people oh, basically yeah. win the lottery. It, yeah, it, it is the lottery. It's just look at the draw. You happen to be the one person of the thousands of people who produce video game videos or do a podcast or produce makeup channel things. I was, I was, I, I went down a YouTube deep dive because I saw an ad for some, some kids thing. 
So and I wanted to to post the ad on Twitter because I thought it was dumb. So I just googled the name of it. I can't remember the name of it for life of me now. And there was like people with millions of of views just unboxing that kid's toy, and it's like you people have hit the jackpot. Exactly. <laughs> this this little stupid dumb kids thing that you make probably at least thousands of dollars on maybe hundreds of thousands like if you some of these people had like three million youtube subscribers which i'm pretty sure would equate to about a hundred thousand dollars maybe more i mean like i unbox things every day and nobody sees it no, i'm don't. just wasting i'm wasting valuable opportunities <laughs> for revenue and literally anytime you open your mail you're losing money yeah. <laughs> this could be an internet the thing. world could be seeing this right now yeah but yeah, internet internet success is the luck of the draw. Fair yeah. enough. You can work hard. You can try your best. You can do new things. You can be different. You can be engaging. You can be innovative. You can be likable. But it's usually straight white guys, occasionally straight white girls, just just sit in front yeah. of a camera <laughs> and just for some reason strike a chord. Yep, with yeah. people generally between the ages of ten and eight and ten and sixteen generally. We've been doing this for about a year ago, and we've had some we've had some. Little little hits here and there. Yeah, we were going actually. We were going through the episode listens yesterday, and some of them were like, "Oh yeah, you've hit like ninety. That's yeah. not bad." And for, yeah, for us, it's like I that what really did annoy me in that reply all episode is like, "Oh, she has six hundred thousand subscribers. That's nothing." It's like we have ninety four SoundCloud followers. That number changes every day because bots are being deleted and added, like yeah. literally every second, being purged on a daily basis. And if we get an episode that we release and it gets like twenty thirty listens in its first week. We're like, good episode. We Job are, done. We are happy with this. And it's like, oh, if you if you get don't get 600,000, you're worthless. Shut up, annoying MTV people. Those people did annoy me. Yeah. They were like millennials in the most prime, raw, disgusting form. I think you have to take it in context. Obviously, we're on the very low end of the totem pole. Yes. So like Right toward the bottom. For me, as long as I feel like I'm not talking to myself and somebody listened to it yeah. and found value in it, then mm. I'll take that as a win. Literally one person. I like, because uh, SoundCloud gives you stats for, from where people have listened. I like just seeing wacky places. Yeah. It's like Azerbaijan. It's like the Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> or the Eurovision of podcasts. We're huge in Azerbaijan. We do get a lot of Azerbaijan listens. Well, there's a lot of money in, in Azerbaijan. It's the jewel of the East. There, it is. They're, they're spending money to buy everything under the sun. They bought the... What is it? European Games or whatever? The yeah. thing, that thing they invented? They definitely bought the Eurovision because that was a trash song. Oh, trash Ken, garbage. Ken Hot Takes. Song. Ken thinking bribing the judges. They buy some boxing medals as well. Running relevant. Scared in 2011 was one of the worst songs I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. That's that's a heavy take. The Azerbaijan people, the, the, the nation will come down heavy on the weekend show or the weekend show as this is. Maybe they'll agree with us, Gary. Maybe they'll be like, yes. They disgraced our nation. Yeah, and we will be elected leaders of Azerbaijan to fix the corruption. Yeah. Just like Romario in Brazil, you know, the the old Brazilian footballer? Yeah. He's like a Brazilian senator or politician or whatever, and he's basically rooting out every piece of corruption he can possibly find at the moment. Nice. Which is the reason the head of the Olympic Council of Ireland has been arrested in, in Brazil. That's kind of ironic, because he was well known for feigning injuries. Well, you know, sometimes you just don't... One of his most famous moments is when he... Went down holding his face, having not been touched. You're, you're thinking of um, Rivaldo. Rivaldo. Never mind. Yes. They're all the same to me. Throw, oh, throw, throwing all the Brazilians under the bus, Ken. They're down there with Australians as cheating, cheating, horrible people. Well, they did cheat their way to the Olympics. Did they? They won Olympic gold. Yeah. For the first ever time. Yeah. I don't think they cheated, though. I don't know. I just want to throw it out there. Hot <laughs> yeah, they started pretty poorly in that tournament and turned it around. But yeah. I was rooting for the Germans. They were better on the night, I thought, the Germans. Mm. But again, 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 they didn't win, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't. 
They lost on penalties, which is very un-German, like to lose on penalties. No, exactly. They're 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 all getting their German passports taken away now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, penalties are a thing. We don't lose on penalties. You're no longer German. That's my German impression. Very good German accent there, Ken. Wonderful. You're you're a, a savant. Yes. Anyway, guy, quick one today. Yeah, we end show. We end show. It's the return of we quiz. Last time you may remember that you quizzed me, so now it's my turn to test your brain skills. What did I quiz you on last time? Oh, it was failed television pilots. Yeah. That was fun. That was a fun one. I already have my next one. I actually think I might tell you what it is. Go ahead. Just just because... At the, at the end. Tell us at the end so we can, like, you know, cook them for the next time. Okay. When we, we have nothing to talk about, so we do a quiz. Yeah. That's basically it. But given the week that's in it, it's, yes. I decided we do a SummerSlam quiz that I stole off another website. You didn't even make your own quiz. It's, it's mine in the fact that I found it. I yes. Found it's mine. So before we get on to this, Gar, I would like to play my very fancy intro sequence because it took me a long time and I paid money for the song. One is ready for we quiz. Battle of the Brothers. Okay, there we go. That's that's Queen Liz, isn't it? It's Queen Liz, yes. Robot Queen Liz. Lovely lady. Is she like the, from the future? like robot queen Liz leader when she dies it'll just like they'll we her... shall not have a new monarch we shall replace Liz with robot Liz they'll like put her brain into a robot it's like Futurama yeah but she's gonna live forever anyway because like what is she like 90 now she's 90 have you ever seen the list of like monarchs and American presidents and prime ministers she's been through she's been through them all at this stage it's not even funny she's, she's lived through through like everybody she's lived for a very long time she has when's she gonna die I don't know you're rooting for Liz to die now, are you? No, I just like, it's kind of weird because I've never seen a king in my lifetime. And here's an interesting guy. When she dies, we'll never again see another queen in our lifetime. How do you know? Because it's three generations. What, king. what if all of them die from a very sudden horrible accident? Gar, we're you don't know what's going to happen, Ken. Gar, we are both Irish, so that may be considered as a terrorist threat. <laughs> it might be. Us, us and the Brits are pals now, Ken. It's, it's 1916, 100 years ago. We moved on. We've, we've been independent for like 95 years or whatever. Yeah. Before we get onto the quiz, I, n- I never get that. Do you know the people who are like, oh, boo England, I hate England. I want them to lose at everything. Yeah. Or, or, or fail. And they like, like it's, it's like two things. Like when they succeed, it's like, oh, f*** them. Yeah. Sorry. Kent, we are a clean podcast. You're, you're going to have to go and bleep that. Sorry. Bleep them. Yeah. You have, to go, it, you, have to, you have to go and edit it. Uh, do the YouTube tutorial. I yeah. talked about that one day. Something, someone, I assume someone's become famous on YouTube from... Yeah freaking audacity tutorials yeah, they actually have I've, I've done some and they're, they're in the millions of views god damn it and then and then when the Brits fail it's just like yeah, yeah. I think we've celebrated more in Euro 2016 when England got knocked out against Iceland than when we got through to the last 16 though in fairness that's because Iceland were a lovely rootable underdog story exactly and Iceland is basically Ireland with a C it's a different letter yeah, yeah. it's just, just change one letter basically the same country and once we got knocked out we got to live vicariously through them yeah and then Iceland got knocked out by France who knocked out us yes. so it's, it's it's all coming full circle circle of life are you a lion king don't see yourself in John by the way yes um, in fact there's like 15 seconds is fair use I'm a lion king that was less than 15 seconds because that's all I needed is it 15 I thought it was less than 15 but my powerful voice just transcends. I thought it was only like three seconds was fair use, and even then, I'm always terrified to, to use anything that even falls under fair use, just in case. Yeah, that's why we removed all clips from Who News Best. Yeah, and because Ken was too lazy to find clips. I was too lazy. That to is find also clips. partially the reason, because <laughs> like some notable Twitter accounts got pulled from for, for posting gifts last night. It's like screw you. 
Yeah. It's like all they do is, is, is spread your content and share it and love it. You made a point, Garrett. Like, if, if you're using stuff on YouTube, then you can monetize it and technically that's illegal because you're making money off it. Yeah. But is there a way to monetize Twitter? Not really. No. There is no way to monetize Twitter. You can... Like, I saw someone trying to set up a Patreon. And it's like, yeah. go away. <laughs> Unless you have a website and maybe you drive people to your website. Which neither of those people do. So, there you go. Literally, they were making no money. They were so... they were solid folks. WB shut them down. Jerks. So, hashtag free Lariato and DTAM. Yeah, Lariato started a new account. They could appeal it, but they I don't think they'd get away with it. No, they basically stole and pillaged. They didn't steal, Ken. They shared. It's fair it, use. It raises an interesting question. Like, um, There's a way in journalism, like, if you want an image for your story, if you take a screenshot of, say, a video, mm-hmm. then technically that's your property. It's weird. Yeah, and it's it falls under, like, critique or criticism. Exactly. So, does a GIF fall under that protection guard? Probably it's it's taking it, making it into a new form, yeah. which I think is also one of the the fair use yeah. qualifiers, and using it for critique and criticism. So yeah. it's fair use. Back down to sports. Sports have already done this. That's the reason yeah. you never see any sports gifts when you think sports gifts should be prime for Twitter, but they shut that stuff down last year. Well, it's it's kind of a bit of a. Uh, unfair playing field because the likes of Paddy Power still do the odd gif and they get away with it. Yeah, and if, if WWE do gifs, they clearly don't have a problem with posting this content on that platform. Yeah. And WWE do do gifs, so it's just the case of they wanting that to themselves. Yeah. Which I think, if you're going to give out about that content being shared on a particular platform, you can't then go and turn around and share that content on that platform. That clearly shows you actually you have no problem with the principle, you know. Well, they can't it, it's not. It's not like you have a problem with people sharing your content on that platform and spreading it. If you're doing it yourself, it's just that someone else is doing it. Well, it does belong to them, so they do have the right to, to do it. I don't care. I think it's short-sighted and it's free advertising, and they're shutting that down. You're shutting down people wanting to discuss and share and 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 embrace your product. Who would want to do that? Got WWE wanting to control all aspects of their product. I know, it's a shocker. They actually they hired a third party to do it as well. Joey Styles got fired and they hired a third party to shut down gifts. So I assume those two two things go hand in hand. Whoever replaced them is like, these gift things, they're, they're clearly ruining our business. We clearly only have like 1.5 million network subscribers because there's gifts. We'd have like 7 million if there weren't gifts on the internet. Yeah, we have people watching whole matches through gifts alone. <laughs> Yeah, and they did increase the GIF limit. It, it went up from 5 megabytes to 15, yeah. which means you could give a greater proportion of matches. And people people have to be cognizant of that because, you know, sharing too much of a match, I think, fair. You know, if you're sharing, like, a minute of a match, that's goes beyond the realms of what is reasonable. When you're sharing, like, a 10-second clip or, like, a single spot or whatever, it's yeah. like, get over it. It's free advertising. Although I will admit that I have used GIFs to get the cliff loans of a match sometimes. Well, yeah, you do. But I, but were you ever going to pay for that in the first place? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's my big, big problem with internet piracy. I, I'm not one of these people who, for some reason, has a, a sense of entitlement that, that it's mine and I have a right to steal it or whatever. Because some people have that. I find that weird. It's like, yeah. oh, it's my right to steal it. No, it's not. Someone produced it. Someone owns it. You know, it's not, it, no one's right to steal someone else's content. But the only people you're actually going after are people who are never going to pay for it in the first place. It's like you're, you're, target, you're essentially targeting people who are never going to pay for your product at the expense of people who actually do. It's dumb. It's a bit short-sighted, but at the, at the end of the day... It's their content. They can do what they want. Yeah. I don't agree with it. I think it falls under fair use, but it's nonsense and dumb and short-sighted idiocy. I'd be inclined to agree, Gar, but it is the way it is. You've done media law. You should know these things. Yeah, I've, I've done a bit of work on fair use, but like 
this this whole kind of gifting and Twitter and, and social media, I know it's been around for a while, but it's all kind of new. So there's, the laws are only kind of starting to form now or kind of cases come up and then you kind of have to kind of set precedence as it comes. It, there's no real laws. Just make it up as we go. Basically, because we've never been in this situation before. Anyway. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, but we could do a whole lot of podcasts on that. We've of. already done 16 minutes on basically the internet. We're basically Reply All yeah. this week. But we're not Reply All, Gar. We're the We End Show. Indeed. So we're going to do a wee quiz. Which we've already pitched the intro to. We've already pitched the intro, like, what, 10 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, we got sidetracked. <laughs> so, as we mentioned, it's SummerSlam week here on the TWS Network. So Gar's going to give you his hot takes on SummerSlam on Podcast Today. Yes. It'll drop the same day as this podcast. It'll, yeah, if you check your feed now, it'll probably be there unless I'm lazy because I still have to record it, edit it, and upload it. But still. So go ahead and listen to it. But in the meantime, if you want to hear Gar's thoughts on SummerSlam, you can read his review on VoicesOfWrestling.com. Yeah. And Rich and Kelly were there too. Three people. Kelly's a guy. Multiple takes. Kelly is a guy. Yeah. I forget that in America, Kelly's a dude name. Yeah. It's not a dude name over here. Dude name. <laughs> you don't see many Kellys over this side of the world. Mm, male Kellys anyway, no. You no. don't see any male Kellys. It's, it's, not a, it's not a guy's name over here, generally. No. But as you may remember, last time I won. I think I was getting to that point earlier before we went off on our ranch. Yep, you won. You defeated me in my quiz of television pilots that only produced one episode. Yeah. So the rules of we quiz are we take it in turns to test each other's knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I'll be the quiz master this time since Gar was a quiz master last time. But in each episode... Both parties can win. Yes. How interesting, Gary. It makes it more exciting. Yes. So the rule is, if the person who's quizzing stumps the quizzee, then the quizzer gets the point. Mm -hmm. But if the quizzee gets more questions right than wrong, then they win and get the point. I believe our rule is half or more. Yeah. We err on the side of the quizzee, because I'm pretty sure you only got five last time. So you yeah. scraped through right on the right in the, the border. So half or more is, yep. is what we're saying, Gary? Half or more is our rule. So, Gary, you're playing here to level up the series. Yep. And the series shall go on for, I don't know, indefinitely. For as long as the show exists. Or for as long as we think this segment is good, which is yes. probably until the end of this episode. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you can't bow out once you're ahead. It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> so it's a SummerSlam quiz, Gar. Okay. Some of these, I've gone through the quiz myself, mm -hmm. are quite easy. Yeah. And some of them are a little bit difficult. It comes to us uh, courtesy of Sports Illustrated, so thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, Sports Illustrated. Hire us. But they stole it from someone else, so it's all good. Probably. And they just checked Wikipedia for facts. Nonetheless, yeah. I, you see, my Doug Green knowledge is, is practically non-existent. My head is filled with TNA stuff. That's, that's what I searched to like, maintain my long-term memory for. Yeah. W is like, who's John Cena again? Full disclosure, Gar, I did this quiz. It's 10 questions. Mm -hmm. I got five. So I would have won if it was the other way around. Okay. But it called me a jobber, so I smashed my phone. <laughs> I'm not a jobber. I had a picture of Heath Slater. this way. I'm not him. Yeah. How dare you? I, I'm Roman Reigns. I'm Roman Reigns. Superman punching your phone. Okay, Gar. So, question number one. Who battled the Ultimate Warrior for the WWE World Championship in a steel cage match of the main event of SummerSlam in 1990? Ravishing Rick Rude, uh -huh. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, or Bret Hitman Hart? That's not Hart. Uh, he wrestled Savage and Rude at SummerSlam and WrestleMania, hasn't he? He has. I'm fairly certain the Savage match wasn't a title match, so I'm going to go Rick Rude. Correct. Yeah. So that's one. I'm so good at wrestling. Okay. This is an interesting note. It's actually the first singles match main event in SummerSlam history. Yeah. And the, the Mega Powers match was the first SummerSlam main event, wasn't it? Yeah. Against two of those big lads, Tugboat and whatever. Ultimate Warrior retained his title by defeating Rick Rude in the steel cage. Yep. There you go. Which of the following superstars wasn't part of the six-man elimination chamber main event in 2003? Okay. 
Randy Orton. Yeah. Kevin Nash. Okay. Goldberg. Uh-huh. Or Kurt Angle. Um, fairly short was Kurt. Correct. I'm so good. I'm so good at wrestling. Triple H retained the World Heavyweight title by defeating Nash, Shawn Michaels, Goldberg, Chris Jericho and Orton, while Angle defeated Brock Lesnar for the WWE title in a separate match. That match was also notable for Goldberg spearing the living hell out of everything known to man. And then getting beaten by Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those Ric Flair days were so infuriating, weren't they? Yes. Where it's just like, oh, this is great. Oh, there's Flair. God damn it, Flair. Go away and never come back. I thought I thought that my one one might trip you up because it it is about thirteen years ago now. So yeah, can but that was you see that was my prime wrestling fan youthum. Yeah, and then that Rick Rude one was well reasoned, Gary. Because I thought yes. that might trip you up as well. So you're two for two so far. So you need another three to 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 win. Totally, basically. There. Did you get those two right? Uh, I didn't get the first one right. Oh, who'd you go for? Savage for Macho Man. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a bit of a softball. I'll give it to you anyway. Considered the greatest SummerSlam match of all time, Brett fought the British Bulldog in front of a huge crowd in which famous sports stadium? Wembley. Wembley Stadium in London, correct? Yeah, I've been to Wembley. I saw Eminem in Wembley. Yeah. I couldn't hear most of what he said and I was very disinterested. I just went because you were going to go, weren't you? Yeah. And you were to pull out for work or something and I'm like, all right, I'll yes, go. work. <laughs> yes, work. I hate Eminem. That's the answer to that. <laughs> Is that really the reason you didn't go? Well, I had work, but I didn't actively try not to have work. <laughs> oh, poor Ed. He was just like a dagger to the heart of Ed if he actually listens to this. He stopped listening, I think. Yes, but... Damn the- Ed. But yeah, Eminem, it was, it was all right. The Bulldog took the Intercontinental title off heart in front of more than 80,000 fans at the only pay-per-view held outside North America. Yeah. Well, the only main pay-per-view they've done some of those side yeah. US pay-per-view or UK pay-per-views yeah like Rebellion and Insurrection Insurrection that's a terrible name for a pay-per-view yeah actually on Eminem my favourite thing about that concert was there was a person like two seats to my left who was just constantly jiving yeah. he's just like swaying from side to side you know doing like his Jeff Hardy hand motions yeah. <laughs> to the music it's like oh he's into this was he by any chance uh, of African descent no he was okay. white of course he was white again it's an Eminem <laughs> concert my bad <laughs> Eminem, we, Eminem made rap popular for all white people. So you're three for three, girl. I'm starting to regret this now because I feel like you're going to get this. This is why you have to write your own quizzes, Ken. Damn it. And why my next quiz will, will stump the hell out of you because it's going to be hilarious. I trusted you, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. So, guy, we talked about this last night, so you're probably going to get this. Who has main evented SummerSlam the most in the past five years, 2012 to 2016? Undertaker, Roman Reigns, John Cena, or Brock Lesnar? I believe it's Bork Laser. It is Bork Laser, girl. Bork main evented against Triple H. He made against main evented last night against that guy, Blandy. And what, last year he main evented against Undertaker. So, yeah. yeah. And in 2013, he main evented against John Cena. Yeah, where he massacred poor John. Which wasn't even a match. He just murdered him. So, okay, you need one more to succeed here. I basically already won. Okay. Have you got there's still five more, so it could go downhill for you from here. Yeah. Isn't so, there six more? Six more, sorry. So, like, you have to get one more, but could you get six wrong? Who knows? <laughs> who knows, yeah. Other than Triple H, who was the last person to special guest referee a SummerSlam main event? Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who does a lot of special guest refereeing. Yeah. And Jesse Ventura. That's a tough one. I feel you're you're leading me down the, the garden path with your... Shawn Michaels or Stone Cold <laughs> does does an awful lot of uh, special refereeing, so I'm going to say Shawn Michaels. This is a game, Gar. Shawn Michaels is incorrect. It's oh. Jesse Ventura. When was that? Uh, the then Minnesota governor refereed the main event of SummerSlam in 1988. 88? Uh, sorry, 1999. Oh, 1999. That was Undertaker and... Stone Cold. Stone Cold, So he can't, yeah. he can't referee his own main event. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that long ago. He like the reason I got confused here because I was reading this note and the note says that he he refereed the first SummerSlam main event in '88 and then 
11 years later made invented as a referee again. yeah as minnesota governor yes that's very professional of a governor to do the governator or okay. the, the the governed body so what it's four uh, it's it's uh four and one now Gar. yeah four and one i've gotten one wrong you feel bad i'm very disappointed in myself i figured Shawn michaels might have refed one of like the 98 to 2002 ones while he was yeah. crippled crippled yeah yeah it, it's not a bad it's not a bad guess really which wrestling legend has competed in the most SummerSlam matches in history? Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, or The Undertaker? Well, wrestling legend, Triple H. <laughs> and that's not my guess. It's not my actual guess. Is it, should it be my guess? What are my options? Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, or The Undertaker? Undertaker is the best go just because of longevity and how long he's been there. Undertaker! Correct. Yeah. So you see, Undertaker, you see, he's been wrestling the whole time, whereas all of those other people had stints in and out. Interesting note, Gar, the Undertaker's match in 2015, his first since 2008, was his 15th appearance. So he had a big gap between SummerSlam matches, but... Uh, when he basically became a part-timer. He still has the most. So, Gar, you've won. I've won. I am victorious. I am victorious with three questions to spare. Victorious. Glorious. Such a great theme song. Bobby Roode's great. CFO are nailing it, by the way, at the moment. I might as well do the last three for, for, for posterity. Posterity, indeed. This is a tough one, because I can't, couldn't even remember this. That's how bland SummerSlam last year was. Okay. Who walked out of the Barclays Centre at SummerSlam 2015 with the Intercontinental title? Oh, the Intercontinental title. Oh, jeez. Ryback, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, or The Miz? The match was Ryback against Kevin Owens, but I can't remember who was champion. It was one or the other, and I'm going to go with... Owens? No, it was Ryback. Ah, damn it. I couldn't remember who won. Ryback defeated The Big Show and The Miz to retain the Intercontinental title. He wasn't even in the match with Owens. Yeah. Damn it, that, those matches were after that show. Yeah. God. In one of the worst matches on the card. Well. It will be interesting to see if you get the rest of these right. In that you, you kind of I only, the, I only scraped through. You passed the post at the right time because otherwise you would have failed miserably. What was the result in the very first match at the very first SummerSlam? A tag battle between the British Bulldogs and the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Sounds fantastic. Okay. Rougeau's won by DQ. A draw. Rougeau's won by pin. Or the Bulldogs won by pin. I assume the Bulldogs won by pin. So Rougeau's won by disqualification. God, that match sounds lame. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen it. If I have, I don't remember it. As my voice breaks, you'd swear I'm not 23 years old. I'm not, I'm 24. I don't even know how old I am. How old am I? 24. Yeah, I had to do the maths there. It's, no. it's one of those things, you know, when you don't think about how old you are for a few months. Yeah. And it's like, what age am I actually? <laughs> I turned 27 recently, but so I got tested for the first time, like, this week. And someone asked me my age, and I was like, 27. Yeah. And you actually sit there, it's like, I was born in 92. I've already had a birthday this year. It's 2016. 2016 minus 1992. <laughs> it's like doing the math in your head to work out your own age. Uh, this is your penultimate question, Gar. Mm -hmm. Which two? So five and whatever three. Five and yeah, three. Yeah. With two questions left. Good. Yeah. So well done. Congratulations. Okay. Get to the question, Ken. Which superstar was not in the Triple Threat main event of SummerSlam 2000? Well, it was Kurt Angle against The Rock against Triple H. So whichever one of those isn't on that list. Okay, you didn't even let me read out the answer. Yeah, this is showing my knowledge. Drop my knowledge bombs. Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or Kurt Angle. Don't go Steve Austin. Correct. That was like my first SummerSlam match that I kind of remember. Yeah. Well, that and Steve Blackman being knocked off the scaffold. Yeah, because we had that taped and we watched it over yeah. and over again. Pretty sure we got it from Anna. Yeah. Anna recorded it for us, our, our aunt, who's a sociopath and crazy, crazy, horrible person. But, but, but fun fact, a big wrestling fan. Yes. Well, well, her husband is a big wrestling fan. They both used to watch it. I remember staying with them when I was young, when mom and dad were somewhere or other, and they watched some 
Presley with Hulk Hogan and such. For every one SummerSlam winner, there's at least one loser, guys. So which of the following wrestlers shares the record for the most losses without a single win at SummerSlam? Is this my final question? It is your final question. Okay. Bray Wyatt, good mm-hmm. contender there, good contender for loser <laughs> of the year. does always lose. Loser of the year. Free Bella, Jeff Hardy, or the great Cali? Um, did Jeff beat Punk at SummerSlam? Was that a SummerSlam match? I'm not telling you the answer to that. Can you? Because Jeff is a bit of a loser at times. Because I'm fairly sure he lost to Umaga at SummerSlam once, didn't he? I don't know. Or did, did he? Did he beat Umaga at SummerSlam? I don't know. I don't remember these results. And uh, he did wrestle Punk at SummerSlam. And I know he won the title and then lost it back. But I'm not sure was that at SummerSlam or the show after SummerSlam. So, and you, you wouldn't have said Bray Wyatt's a good candidate. He's a big loser if he was at the actual answer. Unless you're reverse psychologying me. Give me my options again. Who are the other two? Brie Bella and... Uh, Craig Kelly. Kelly, I think, would have won one of those dopey comedy matches. Brie Bella lost to Stephanie McMahon. I can't remember a single Brie Bella match after some, at SummerSlam after that. But I think she would have been champion for SummerSlam. I'm going to go Jeff Hardy. Correct. Yeah! I'm so good. So your scorecard is 8 out of 10. I went, I went like like all over the place to get to that yeah. Jeff Hardy answer. So you are a world champion. <laughs> Jobber. Yeah. Jobber. You're a champion in the hearts and minds of the people of the TWS nation. That's our listenership. In the W universe. Yes. I'm I'm a champ. Ken's a jobber. Ken only got five. Which which one's which one of those did you get wrong? I can't remember now. Should have asked you when you were when we were doing them. I got a bunch of them wrong. Yeah. Showing I have greater WWE knowledge than Ken. Who yeah. is who is known for being able to remember dumb and obscure things. Even though you have all that TNA trash in your brain. Yeah. I have lots of trash in my brain. I wonder if I didn't have all of this trash in my brain, how much room I'd have for like proper things. <laughs> like do a PhD or something. Yeah. So that's week quiz. Yep. The series is now level at one all. Congratulations. Do you want to know what your, your week quiz is going to be? Okay. We're going to reveal it. Drum roll. See, the, reason, the reason I can be confident in telling you what it is, because I think no matter how much you prepare for it, you're not going to do very well. I'm going to give you 10 tongue twisters to say on the air. God damn it. Yeah. It's notable because Ken can't get like reads out. So. Here's a question again. Yeah. One of the We End Show rules for We Quiz mm-hmm. is that it has to have options. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You it, said that in the very first one. Yes, but that's that's for questions with with a a, a like selection of answers. You can have different Stop kinds of quizzes. Rules, no, you can have different kind of quizzes, but like you can't just say who is the forty third president of the United States because that's unfair. I can give you she she sells she sells on the seashore. I can't even say it, but I don't have to because it's not my week quiz. It's Ken's, and and get you to say that. I'll give you like some of the common ones, but like you'll get uncommon tongue twisters, and you'll be like, oh god. I'll I'll even make it reasonable. You only have to say them three times. Right. Yeah, instead of like fifteen. <laughs> Our week quiz is just going to devolve into us trying to trick each other, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I'm proud of that. It, was, uh, it like came to me when I was walking to work someday. One day it's like, I'm going to get him to say tongue twisters. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to embarrass him and win at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Which is the point of all quizzes. So that's it for our weekend show, Gar. Yep. You can download a new episode of the weekend show probably this weekend at soundclinic.com forward slash TWSKK. The new episode of Podcast Today will drop shortly after or before, we don't really know this episode. It's going to be discussing Gareth hot takes on SummerSlam. I was not invited because he's a douche. Ken wanted to do both shows at once, but I'm like, no, they're separate shows. Yeah, I thought like we could like lead into it and it would be the team style and it would be cool. But Gareth doesn't like joy or ideas or creativity. Separate shows? 
Also, you're banned from the podcast today, and that would technically have you on podcast today for the same episode. For a second time. Yeah, and you, you invaded your way on. You, you hit me with chairs and threw things at me and threatened me with death. I threatened to cancel the podcast today, which is still there. Looming still, over me. Still looming over I'm like you. Larry Wilmore at Comedy Central, cancellation looming over me at all, all turns. This was a very successful episode, and now it's over. So, our theme music is by the very talented Mr. John, and until next time, say goodbye, Gar. Bye bye. Take it easy, everybody.